Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm Bryn. And I'm Kelsey. And this is Crime Colts and Coffee. So today we have to start off by talking about Bryn's wedding. <laughs> I finally got married. She did, and it was beautiful. Yesterday. I got married yeah. yesterday, which when you guys hear this episode, it will be almost exactly a week because yeah. I got married Saturday. Yeah, it was beautiful. She did like a small wedding just because COVID kind of messed everything up. She did a small wedding for now this summer just to get married yeah. with family and uh, family. Yeah. And then next summer she's doing her my big, big wedding. My big shebang. Big shebang. There's probably but. a lot of people who thought they weren't invited to my wedding and maybe <laughs> they're just finding out on this podcast that they are, but it or didn't you happen yet. Or you weren't. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't happen yet. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was very intimate, and Carson was actually the minister, which was really cool. Which I loved. He did such a great yeah. job. That, so great that I want him to do my big wedding as yeah, well. Yeah, he did a really good job. Yeah. I'm just excited to finally be married. I know. <laughs> after all this time. I know, right? And it was it was a beautiful day, and it was it turned out perfect. I was the photographer and the hairstylist. <laughs> and my makeup artist. And the coordinator. <laughs> and my makeup artist. We all took part. It was yeah. really fun though. It was so worth it. It was. It was beautiful. Yeah. Well, well we posted a picture on the story. Yeah, we did. Maybe we could post a couple more once we like, like, make, like a check them out or something. Yeah, yeah. me and you. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, and especially after a really rough to say the least. Fucking week. Literally to say the least. Yeah, it, th- our week probably couldn't have been any worse. Leading up to the wedding. Leading up to such a beautiful day. Yeah. And we kind of had to put all of that aside for yesterday, which thank God we, we were, were able, able to. Yeah. 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 There was, you know, it was a lot of, a lot to deal with. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, uh, let's get into our coffee review. I think we're ready. On an, on an upside, yeah. we are reviewing, again, Sweet Leaf Coffee Roasters. We reviewed them back in episode 38. If you guys remember, we raved <laughs> about the Rocket Fuel. Literally obsessed. That was our highest coffee rating we've ever given. Yeah, we so. gave them a 9, 9.5. And if you want to hear the whole spiel about their company, go back to episode 38, which yeah. was... Julia's episode. Yes. And again, their website is sweetleafcoffee.com. If you want to check them out, go on there. They actually have two separate sections. One's for their cold brew and rocket fuel, and the other one's like for bags of beans, which this is a bag of beans. Yeah. And their Instagram is sweetleafnyc. Yes. If you want to check them out on Instagram. So the one we are reviewing today, like I said, it comes in whole bean. And this one is Ethiopia Nano Chala. Hopefully we are saying that right. <laughs> probably not. It probably sounds much more beautiful. Do you want to tell them the notes that are in it? Yeah. So the tasting notes in this coffee are strawberry, papaya, and whipped cream. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. How do you feel about it? So, okay. I'm very grateful for Sweet Leaf. And I am obsessed with their rocket fuel. Yeah. But this particular coffee was not my top coffee. Yeah. It was a little bitter for me, and I don't know if it's just my taste buds. Again, we've made it clear on our podcast that sometimes even Kelsey and I taste things differently. Yeah. 
So, listeners who get this may love it, and we just aren't particular to it, but for me, it was a little bit on the bitter side, and I personally didn't really taste any of the notes. Yeah. So, what did you think? I felt that the beginning of it was a little bit bitter, and I think it has to do with it being a combination of strawberry and whipped cream. Like, I think the fruit, like, kind of threw me off. Like, it was Uh a zing. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. I guess that's the best way. And then after that, I really do like the aftertaste, but the beginning sip is a little off for me. It, like, set you off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like we have only reviewed a couple coffees that have fruit in them. Yeah. And some of them, yeah, fruit notes. And some of them we were like, ah, in the middle about. Some of them we loved. And then, yeah, this one I would say I'm, I'm like, on the border. I don't hate it, but it's not a coffee that I'm, like, obsessing over like the Rocket Fuel coffee. Yeah, yeah I agree. This is definitely, um, Rocket Fuel is definitely my favorite. Yeah, so far from ever. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd probably give this one a 6 out of 10 coffee beans. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, and I just noticed on their bag it was roasted on Carson's birthday. Oh my gosh, that's so strange. Yeah, because we went around his birthday, so that's pretty wow. cool. Wow, fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> this bag was roasted on June 8th. Yes, but thank you, Sweet Leaf Coffee Roasters. Yes. We love your rocket fuel, yes. and I cannot wait to visit in person like Kelsey did. We'll mm-hmm. have to make it part of our coffee tour because <laughs> I need to see your shops, and I do need more of your coffee. Yes, and we have one more, I believe, from them to review still, so um, look out for that one sometime in the future. And we are very excited and grateful. Yeah, and I do know that some of our listeners have already ordered from them. How cool. (laughs) Just a little side note, make sure if you do order this, you mix it with um, the recommended almond milk or... The rocket fuel you're talking about. Rocket fuel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, You mix it with the almond milk or oat milk or regular milk, I guess, just because um, if not, it's a concentrated coffee. Yeah, it's not meant to be drank all at once. You will, you will be very hyper. You'll have heart palpitations. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, grab Grab your your coffee coffee and have a morning with us. This week we are recording or covering part two of Laura Cifaldi's Medium episode. The first part was in episode 40. So stay tuned for part two. We hope you love it. All right, guys, we are shifting gears a little bit. Um, We had mentioned briefly earlier that Laura is also a criminal psychic. So um, we wanted to kind of switch gears and talk about um, crime and criminal stuff. So we want you to first explain, Laura, what it means to be a criminal psychic. So criminal psychic, basically, um, I often like to explain it that I am, I flip-flop. So I'll be the victim and then I view things as the perpetrator. Wow. That's kind of how, I guess, I get like a full, I get a full view Mm -hmm. of a situation, whether it's a um, a homicide, a kidnapping, whatever it is. So. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's how you like worked with that. Yeah. 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 I flip flop. So it's almost, it's called remote viewing. So it's almost like I, I view, I like look at the The whole, the the whole, yeah. It's almost like I'm watching a movie, but then now I start participating in it and then I'm the person and then I'll flip flop and then I'll become 
the person committing or however, whatever it, it you know, whatever is the situation is. Is that, like, draining for you, being from the perpetrator side? Um, from the, no, I would say more of the victim. Okay. Um, yeah, the victim is definitely harder. I can see that. Harder. harder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because wow. I go through whatever they went through. Mm-hmm. And I, I go through the emotions and the experiences, and there's been situations that I've worked on certain cases and um, I'm so stuck in the moment where I actually feel like it's happening to me. Wow. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, it could be a little... Especially um, with really horrific cases. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the mindset, like, that's what fascinates us and we've talked about it on this podcast about the crime stuff. I mean, we try to more so geared towards justice for the victims yeah. but in on the perpetrator side of it how someone had like the mindset of the being capacity. able to do that to someone mm-hmm. yeah is what's like fascinating fascinating because we're like how do you even think that way like how do you even get to that point where you're doing this to someone it's yeah. just just the best way to describe it a lot of times there's a, there's a detachment there yeah they're not really fully thinking about right. it they're not human they're not yeah they're just very detached yeah and it's a very cold feeling yeah. and there's even you know there's been times where you know after somebody's basically committed something and i had one one case where the guy went back and he looked at himself in the mirror and he adjusted himself and i'm just like how can you look at your um, you know from my perspective i'm like oh but you know i have to push past that right and i have to say you know what okay i'm here I'm looking in the mirror, but you know what? This is in the car. What color is this car? Right. Is this car new? Did his door creak? Did his door blah blah blah? What did it sound like? Where where is he? What is he looking at? Where is he going? Which which all way did details. he make? Like make all the a background detail. What color shirt is he wearing? And mm-hmm. like this is where I'm like, you know what? I have to set my feelings aside and you focus know not really on. delve into that and right. just focus mm-hmm. on the task at hand. Wow. Right? And getting you know helping you know finding some sort of resolution and. Right, because it's about the victim. Yeah, it's about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of going off that as well, what got you started into working as a criminal psychic? How did you... So this is funny. Well, not funny, but it's (laughs) interesting. Um, So I grew up in a household where my dad was a police officer. So I'm a police officer's daughter. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember, you know, as a young girl, my brothers, I I have two younger brothers. I'm the oldest. And they would always talk about, you know, oh, we're going to be policemen. And I'm like, and I would tell my dad, I want to be a cop. Uh (laughs) You know, there was a point where I was like, I want to be a forensic. And I want to work in CSI. And I want to do this. And I want to do that. And I remember my brother the one time saying, well, you're going to have to go to the academy, Laura. And if you go to the academy, he's like, you have to get maced. And I'm like, I have to get maced? You're like, that's out of the table. That was a deterrent. I was like... I don't want to get maced. I'm like, but how can I skip that? I'm like, can I just go be a detective? I'm like, and I couldn't figure out if I wanted to do the, you know, the medical aspect of it where I would actually have the specimen and be in the lab or if I wanted to be there on the scene. And I'm like, you know, so I would flip-flop there. So years later, well, not even really years, but I remember, you know, young, you know, you're going out with your friends and 20s and having fun. And I remember my dad being on the couch. My dad was a skeptic, you know, was really skeptical. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he'd be on the couch and, 
you know, I would come over and let's say there was something on the news like about, you know, an incident like a homicide or something. And I would just kind of pause in my, you know, on my way out. I'd be like, oh, it was a guy in a black truck with the license plate beginning with F. FRT and you know and there and she lost her earring and, and this oh is blah God. blah blah oh and he would kind of hold the remote and he would turn around and look at me he's like how do you know that and I'm like I don't know I just know and I'm like bye see you later <laughs> and I would leave and unbeknownst to me I had no idea but he he told me years later he came clean like this is a long time later yeah that he my my dad's a stinker he would literally write down everything <laughs> that I would tell him and he would follow everything and he'd be like <laughs> and he even said like he would he he has he has a really good friend here, you know you know terry yeah mm-hmm. so he would tell terry he's like i don't understand he goes i would check this he goes and this came out months later this was something it was a black truck and it was this and he's mm-hmm. like how did my daughter know that like you know so he told me this later and then he was one of the ones that actually gave me the ultimate test, mm-hmm. which I tell everybody about. Yeah. His test was basically, in a nutshell, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but just wanting to believe, you know, wanting to see if I really had this gift and really just try to make, you know, process it and make sense of it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm picking you up and I'm not telling anybody where we're going. Nobody knows. And I'm like, okay, dad. <laughs> so he put me in the car and we're driving and I go to him. I go, oh, I go, you're taking me to a homicide. And he looks at me, and he has a mustache. My dad trying to paint and trying to give him a visual. visual. He has a mustache, so his mustache like kind of like twinkled. He was like, and he's like, and he looked back at the we and he looked looked back forward. And I'm like, two people. Then he looked at me again, and he was like, hmm. And I was like, a female and a male. And then we get to the light, and I go, oh, you have to make a left here. And he just stared at me as he's turning the as he's turning the wheel to the left. And I'm like, oh, second second street, you have to make another left. So I basically took him there. I told mm. him the whole thing. I didn't know any of this. This was one of the cases or something that he had worked on yeah. or something. You know, it's a small town, so um, it was something that had happened. I think I was, I think I was either four or five. And I never knew about it, but it was a call that he had gone on and it was a homicide and so on and so forth. And I basically described everything. And I even told him the lady was wearing a pink bathrobe. (laughs) She was on the, there was two guns. There was, she was on the stairs and she's face down. And I was giving him like all the detail. The, the, the real, um, shocker though, with this whole perspective and what I was shared with him though, was, um, when I flip-flopped and I became the perpetrator, he went back two times. He went for a barking dog call. So, and I heard the dogs barking. I'm like, there's dogs barking. And that was the call he had gone on. Wow. So nobody knew that there was a homicide. So mm-hmm. he went to the house the first time and, you know, knocking on the door. No one's answering. He went around the back, looked in the, you know, in the back sliders and mm-hmm. nobody was there. And he's like checking and he's like, ah, oh. he's like, all right, nobody's here. Like this, you know, the house is okay, whatever. So he left. He got the same call again. And as you can imagine, like, he's aggravated. He's yeah. like, back at the same house, the barking dog. And he's like, oh, my gosh. He went around the back again. Now, when I flip-flopped, I saw his flashlight coming in the back kitchen. Oh and I was God. the perpetrator. And so I was crouched down. I was crouched <gasps> down and I had my gun. So my dad actually told me later that he reached and he pulled. He was going to pull the sliders open. And it was open, by the way. And he said he started pulling it, and he said, ah, the hell with it. 
and he left it. Thank so God. So I told him, I said, oh, my God, Dad. I go, had you have pulled that, you would have got shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at my arms. I have the chills. Yeah. Thank you got God. Killed. But that was, like, his moment where he was like, okay, there's something here. Yeah. You know? Like, what did he say so, after all that happened? He was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> how? He's like, no one knew it. I remember he kept calling, nobody knew that. How did you know that? How did you know this? How did you know that? <laughs> and... His thing was always, you know, and he doesn't so much anymore, but he used to always say, I don't want you calling or talking to the police and then them thinking that you're a nut. I'm like, Dad, calm down. I'm like, yeah. they always think that everyone's, and I was like, it's, you know, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. You know? And that's, you know, I feel like this is a good segue into like explaining, you know, really explaining the process. Right. And, you know, it, it's not a simple thing where I wish it was, for me anyway, it's not so simple, where it's like, okay, it's Professor Plum in the library with a candlestick. I wish it was that easy, but it's not. It's kind of deciphering an interpretation and a puzzle and just kind of figuring it out. And that's kind of, you know, where, you know, law enforcement, they do such an amazing job. And, you know, I'm just another clue piece, for that right. another piece mm-hmm. you know it's they're doing their job and then it's me kind of just filling in the little the little gaps or yeah. just kind of helping them yeah. and that's that's how I see it it's like a team effort right? yeah you know no, that makes it's sense. not it's yeah. not like oh I take you know it's all me and that's it like it's, the end you know, all be all of no. everything yeah yeah I just knows. hope that they give credit where credit is due when it comes to psychic mediums because I feel like sometimes they do and then sometimes they take their credit because yeah. some people don't want to, like, open up that they used a psychic yeah. medium for to help. help. Yeah. Which, yeah, which I've 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 encountered that, but you know what? For me, it's about as long as it's done. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for accolades. I'm right. not looking for credit. I'm not looking for any of that. Right. My my purpose here is to give the victim a voice yeah. and to help them and to know that I help them. That's my peace with God. That's my purpose. Right. So yeah. that's where I find that fulfillment. So I know that there's a higher power and I believe in God and I know that he's looking down and he's proud and he's yeah. like, you did your job. Aww. Like you did what you were supposed to do. So whatever comes in between and whether it's getting acknowledged, I, I don't I just me, feel like I the acknowledgement would help more like law enforcement or investigators be open or to using that method as you know um yeah I, I think that I think that you know what though I, I, I from my own experiences again I feel like they are open mm-hmm. I just I feel like even more so now than ever right just, especially you know, if like they're stuck on a something. lot yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean there's what, what does it hurt yeah. you know what I mean the only the only the only problem that you come across, and I've had it said to me a million times, and I totally get it, and I'm sure if someone's in law enforcement and they're listening to this, they're going to giggle, but <laughs> it's not admissible. Like, oh, yeah, Laura the medium said that. Yeah. Oh, so this is what it is because she said that. Okay, mm-hmm. well, where's the evidence? Where's the proof? Like, right. You know, and sometimes that's the hard part. Right. And it's like, ugh. But if it, like, you helps know, lead them to something that can yeah, be used as hard thing. evidence, yes. then it's one it piece is, of yeah. the puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's one little piece of the puzzle that helps them bring everything together. And right. that's that's just how I see it. Right. Yeah. But, you know, in some of the cases that I've worked on, you know, and, it, and I'm, I'm learning as I as I go, even with doing cases, you mm-hmm. know, every case is is just another learning experience for me as well. And, you know, there's been times where, you know, I had one situation where I had one case I had worked on and um, 
the the woman it was a woman and she was she was missing and i felt like time was of the essence because i felt like she was trafficking trafficked oh, she was no. being trafficked and i was seeing things from her perspective and i i just saw the the suffering and everything that she was going through and i was just getting you know i let me just go back for a minute you know when i do a case it's not like it's one and done it's not like a one day thing this right. is an everyday thing i'm yeah. getting more messages i'm getting you know more information on a day and i leave myself open for it mm-hmm. so it's a, it really is very draining it's draining, a lot of work right. yeah mm-hmm. so with her because i felt like you know time was of the essence and you know you know it was a matter of like getting to her and finding her and i and i kept getting these visuals of where she was and i and it was it was that was that's hard for me because mm-hmm. i'm like i gotta i gotta get there so anyway i kept hearing the name um marion so i have a good friend of mine her name is marion mm-hmm. and i kept hearing the name marion and she's she's also psychic and you know sometimes you know they'll bring up other people maybe they have another perspective on something so for me i kept hearing her name so i call her up and i'm like hey i'm like did did you get a message from blah 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 and she's like no and i'm like i kept hearing your name hmm. she's like no i didn't no no and then i kept you know she kept saying no so again i kept getting married again i kept getting married so long story short i had gotten a call not not there like not far after and um they ended up um finding the person um and uh they they told me that it was on marion street wow and i remember (sighs) when they told me i felt like i like there was I'm gonna cry there was like a part of me I'm sorry I mean to cry no, no. but I've cried on this was, podcast like there was, a, there was a part of me where I felt like I failed or I let her down you know because yeah. I my interpretation of it you know I remember I went upstairs in my room and oh my I God. closed my door and I I laid in my bed and I just put my face on the pillow and I was like I'm so sorry and I just kept crying because I feel like the interpretation of it i just missed it you know and i was and i put a lot of i was angry with myself you know but she came to me and she's like it's okay she's like thank you and i found peace with that message and i just looked at it looked at it like okay you know i'm gonna pick myself up i'm Mm -hmm. gonna still keep going and this was a learning experience for me and knowing that I have to look at every angle of it. Right. And just like I said, I wish sometimes that it was so, that it was like so like Professor like Plum candlestick. Like, yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's not. And it's just like thinking outside the box. And making connections that you and may making, not even know about. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. making connections. And so that's what this process is. You and know? like, so, how are you, like, you can't put that weight on your shoulders either because... You're doing the best you can, first of all. How are you yeah. supposed to know every perspective of this person that you don't even know? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you're doing you did more for her than most people could because most people don't have the gift you have. Yeah. yeah. So like you were getting more information from mm-hmm. her than anyone else was getting. Yeah. Another perspective that yeah. nobody had heard yeah. of. Yeah. 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 So you definitely like you should not feel bad yeah. about that. No, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely, that was that was a while, a while ago. So mm-hmm. I moved past that. And now I just, like I said to you, you know, it's 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 learning. It was an eye-opener. It's, it's an eye-opener. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you know, so now it just made me that much more aware. You yeah. know, so when I do work on a case, I'm like, wait a minute. 
I'm like, okay, this could be a name of a person, but it could also be a street, and it could also be this. And then I really just look at it from every Every. angle. And then I'm like, and then I ask more questions. And I'm like, okay. You know, whereas before I didn't really think to do that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Oh, I can ask more questions. Like, Mm -hmm. is it a street? Is it a person? Like, be a little more clear, you know, just. Yeah. You know, so it's helping me as well. Yeah. So. And, and right. And that's a good segue into what we're going to talk about next. We have decided to choose three cases that we have covered on our podcast. Okay. Um, we're going to show you only pictures. You yeah. know nothing about these nope. people. You don't even know their name. Yeah. Um, but we are going to try as, you know, podcast hosts to make those connections from what we know and help you with validations. But cool. We don't know every side of the story, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not the, the the person's family. We don't know some connections that they may know. Right, mm-hmm. ins but, and outs of specifics and right. all that. But okay. we're going to try from what we know. Good. Um, okay, yeah. perfect. And we can also reach out to the family and validate as well. Some things mm-hmm. that if we say, we're like, oh, we, we have know, no we'll idea, have to check. we'll validate for, for you with, with the them. family. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, another little thing that I just wanted to put in there before we get into that. Mm-hmm. I had heard, and I just wanted to point it out because I thought it was incredible. I had heard in a podcast I listened to recently, there was an article in Forbes that said that the CIA conducted a study and found that 8 in 11 cops pulled, admit to working with psychics to solve murders and finding missing people. Wow. Which I think is incredible. That's a good stat. I had no idea it was that that many. Yeah, but there was no access to the declassified CIA report for me to like... Con- like completely like visual like visually see yeah. it myself and mm-hmm. confirm it but i just thought it was incredible and yeah. that's a good start yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome i love that's that. really cool so we kind of wanted to this is an insert right now we wanted to kind of give you guys a heads up about who we're talking about before mm-hmm. we get into the picture we show laura so you're not confused about yeah. who we're talking about so we edited this in after the fact of the interview with laura she will be first looking at a picture of Drew Molinari, um, and he was covered in episode 20. So if you didn't get a chance, listen back to him and his episode prior to this section. Yeah, and we'll be doing this for every person she's looking at, just so you guys know. Yep. We also wanted to mention really quick that you may hear throughout this episode some scribbling noises on the table. Laura tends to do that when she does readings. Yeah, she basically scribbles on paper to help her focus or hone in on specific spirit. So if you hear weird noises, it's just scribbling. Yeah. (laughs) So the first person we're going to show you, I'll give you his picture. And again, Laura is looking at a picture on a phone that she has never seen before, doesn't know the person's name. Okay, the first thing with this person, I keep hearing, I keep hearing like an R name, if that makes sense, and then I'm hearing an M name. Do either one of those make sense for you? R and M. Like Robert or Michael. I feel like there's, um, he's showing me, um, I feel like there was like, there's violence involved. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's, um, I also feel like there is some sort of substance involved. Does that make sense? Potentially. It's been in question, yeah. I feel like there was like drugs or something. Um, so that's a potential, it's been thrown out there as a reason as to why the crime happened, Yeah, Mm -hmm. is that maybe there was, like, a drug connection involved Mm -hmm. with, 
either owing someone money yeah. or something like that. That it's, it's a question. Not, yeah, it's not two, there was definite two people that did this. I feel like that's what he that's what I'm getting. Involved. Okay. Yeah. Two people that did this okay. that were involved. I feel like it was a couple people. Um, I keep seeing a gun, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. He, so was, he was shot. Yeah. He was shot. Yeah. Um, the M name, his stepdad's name is Martin. If that okay. connects. Yeah. And back to the, you said potential drug. Um, he, it was known, just to throw that out there, that there was a few DUIs on his record. In the past. In the past. Mm, okay. He keeps talking about um, a necklace. Maybe this is a validation for the family. Does that make sense? A necklace. Um, we could check with his mom on that I'll because that we don't know anything about that, but... The M also, which probably would make more sense than his stepdad, he was killed in in a, a shop that was named Maniti, started with an M. Mm. Okay. Was he shot from behind as well? Um, they described it as execution style. It was right, and there, there were. Well, I won't. I won't say it. Just, just in case you want to elaborate. Okay. I don't want to like. Put anything yeah. in your head in case you want to elaborate. I feel like there was some sort of gang relation, if that makes sense. Or if it's not a literal gang, there was like a gang or just like... The area he was in, it was known to right, have... to like have gangs and oh, be... you know what else he's saying? I don't mean to interrupt no, you. No, no, no. I, this is what I do sometimes. No, I it's fine. It's fine. Um, he's also talking about his wallet. So did they take his wallet, or was his wallet found, or anything with his wallet? There wasn't much. That would be a question for his mom, that. I think, because um, the way the case was described, it was basically like this person went in with one intention in mind. They did not rob anything. It was anything. a target. Oh, yeah. yeah he was, no, but there was um, there was some kind of exchange, like phone call or text or something. Does that make sense? Beforehand. Yeah, beforehand. Oh, that is another. Yeah, that's another detail that we. we I feel don't know. like there was. Um... So they should they be checking his phone records or the place's phone records? I would check. I would check phone records in general, his as well. Okay. okay. Because I feel like, um, like this was, it definitely was set up, yeah. where. They knew that he was going to be there, if that makes sense. So I feel yeah. like this is somebody, there's an R name involved. Was he R. definitely the intended target? Because that is has also been a question whether he was mistakenly killed, thinking that it was supposed to be someone else that was there, like the boss, or if it was he was no, the was target. He, he was, was the target. target. Yeah, okay. He was the, target. the R name may be the um, police station in the area, it was Rostrover. Police? Mm, no. No. I feel like this is a name. Okay. Like a person. Like could Robert. It, like Robert. I just keep hearing an R name. This could possibly be. And they don't have the person yet. Correct? No. No. They have so no So this details. could be like one of the people involved? Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is one of the people involved. He just keeps talking about a necklace. I feel like something to do with his mother. Okay. Can you communicate with his mother? Yeah, that's who we, we contacted, contacted her. Oh, yeah. I feel like he keeps talking about his necklace. Maybe that's just a validation for her where he's saying, you know, you have a necklace for me or you have a necklace, something. Um, 
not to be graphic, but I'm not sure, but he's almost making me feel like a cremation of mm-hmm. some sort. Okay. So okay. she we has like her. a necklace from him or something along those lines. Okay. <clears throat> there's something with that. Well, um, and then I'm sorry, I know this is going off, but no, no. He's, he wants her to know that he loves her very much Aww. and that he's okay. Um, there's two, yeah, he keeps telling me there's two, there's two people. Okay. Oh, there was one. Oh, he was also struck in the back of the head. He keeps showing me like hit in the back of the head. Did Potentially, he have like a contusion in the back of his head? Potentially he was shot in the head. He was shot. And in other places as well. I just feel like there's like a contusion of some sort. He's Prior showing me to. hitting okay. in the back of the head. He okay. keeps showing me that. Okay. Like getting hit in the back of the head. Yeah, because he's showing me the back of his head. It's almost like a little, like he's, like a little bit of balding or something. Yeah. Like he's showing me the back <laughs> yeah. of his head. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's showing me. Anthony. Anthony. Or Andrew. Or a male anium. His picture came Can you just show me his picture again? Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Andrew? Yeah. His name is Drew. Oh, his name is Drew? Yeah. yeah. This is the only picture you have of him? I can pull up. I can get another yeah, one. Can you just give me one more picture? Yeah. Sorry. He's a really nice guy. He was like a big teddy bear. That's what he seems like. Oh, he's like a big teddy bear and very sweet. And he had a little bit of um, like a funny side to him. I feel like he tried to be funny and like, um, I just feel like he got caught up with the wrong people. That's yeah. sort of how I feel. That he was, he's just like, he just got caught up with the wrong people. Like, the wrong place at the wrong time, the wrong people. That's just kind of the way it makes me feel. The only other picture coming up for him is a side profile that was, like, a um, a theory. Yeah. Was that... Caught up in... It, yeah, he could have just been mixed in or come, like, cross paths with oh, the I just thought person. of the M name could have just been his last name That's well. true. Yeah, his last name starts with M. Do you know what, too, with him, though? I feel like there was... I just feel like there was someone that didn't like him and i feel like um he worked there he worked at, at the this place, place. At this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i almost feel like somebody somebody that works there know, knows more well the owner his, was the there. owner was there but and he went when it happened he had a very hard time with it and he was the one who gave the a little, little bit of description of the person that it could have been because he he was in another room when it happened or and it was so quick yeah or um he like basically came after the fact so i don't know if he heard the gunshot and went forward and saw what had happened or if he had just been coming from the back room he saw briefly a little description a li- yeah so that as far as we know that's all he knows mm-hmm. about it but that was also the person in question who they were like, oh, was he the intended target? And they shot Drew thinking it was him. Because he's the owner. Because he was the owner, yeah. I think he was the only other person there at yeah, that time, was. though. Yeah. Do you know who Nicole is? Nicole or Nikki? Not that we know of. It could be a family member. Yeah, we'll ask his mom. I feel like his mom is devastated, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel I think it's been very very hard on their family. The guy that did this was like a skinny guy, like scrawny skinny. Does that make sense? Yeah, because they have they they have a little bit of footage. Yeah, video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know there if there was another guy with him though, but I feel like the other guy was like outside. That would kind of make sense because I don't know if they got the guy on camera, but they got the getaway car on camera. So but there was two. There could have been two people. There could have been someone waiting in the car for him. I don't know if that's like a known fact, but there was a car that was caught on camera. Do you think the the perpetrators are still in the area or no? Yeah. Who's from Queens? Um. That would also possibly be a question for them. I don't think I remember anything with Queens in this episode. Mm-mm, no. Were they from? Um, the, yeah. Area, yeah. yeah. Right outside of Pittsburgh. Wait, actually, I don't... Could Queens potentially be, like, a gang name or an area? I feel like more of an area. Okay. There was money that was owed. Okay, because that, that was a That was also a another theory. question. Yeah. There was money that was owed. So there was money that was owed, and um, I feel like it was somebody that didn't that didn't like him though. Because the money being owed was a theory, but the reason that was kind of thrown out the window was because he had just bought a new boat a couple weeks prior. So it's like, how did he have money to buy a boat if he owed someone money? And like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't he just ask his family to spot him money? Mm-hmm. Like those were like kind of things flying around to contradict that theory. Right. Does his son work there as well? The his owner's son? son? Yeah. I'm not sure. We don't have that much information on like on his family life. Place. Yeah. Um, we just know that um, Drew worked there and they were both the only ones there that morning. It was like before opening. Yeah, whoever this is knew him, knew, knew Drew, knew of him, knew him, whatever. And there was something, um, this person just didn't like him. There okay. was something that he did or something that happened that transpired that sort of triggered, that sort of triggered this. Okay. That's what I feel. Okay. That's what yeah, I feel. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, we can definitely relay those yeah. messages I mean, as yeah. well. And- I, mean, that's just, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll sit down and I really could like go mm-hmm. in depth. Right. Um, of we course. Could definitely do more, but mm-hmm. that's just like. No, right. of course. Yeah, Generally we speaking. could. We'll, we'll make sure to to give your information to their parents if they yeah. want to go yeah, absolutely more into yeah, like yeah. a yeah. reading yeah, situation yeah. with. Yeah, yeah we kind of just wanted to do like scrape the top and see like what yeah. came out of it, if yeah. anything at all. Yeah, but I feel like this. There's there's a lot. There's there's a little bit of a um, there's like a little bit of a web with this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in this next part, we had showed uh, Laura now a picture of Caitlin Aikens who was our first episode. So go listen to our first episode to get familiar with her case. But this is uh, the picture that we showed her was Caitlin Aikens for this one. And don't mind the crying. <laughs> we'll move on, on to, to the next, next person. Yep. Who's Katie? <laughs> her name is Caitlin. Hi. <laughs> I have a feeling she's going to give you a lot. Yeah, she's very like... <laughs> she's like spunky. Yeah. Aww. Aww. She's like, hi. 
Did she like leave home for a little while? Like yeah. run away? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. She did. I'm like tearing up with her. I don't know why her case yeah. like it has always been really really tough for Bryn to think about this case. It's really stuck with her and that's why we actually chose her as the first person to research and yeah. start our podcast with. So Yeah. Um, I don't know why. You just have just... a connection with her. Yeah. Yeah. She's really She's really sweet. She's really cool. Did she like skateboards or anything? I don't skates? know. I think I could she may it. have. Yeah. I could see it. Um, she did leave home. To answer your question, though, she did leave home for a little while. She was she was living away yeah. from her family before, before She's making happened. me feel like she um, she keeps talking about tattoos. I don't know if she yeah. likes tattoos. She has tattoos. tattoos. She does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's like. She's like, I like tattoos, and I like this, and um, she just keeps making me feel like, was there somebody that was, I feel like there's a guy or something that she got involved with. Yeah. That was, eh. Like, so. Who's in California? Or the connection with California? Did she ever say she wanted to go to California or move to California? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. That may be a, a question for her mom. Yeah. Who's Danny or Dave or Doug? Do Can I see one more picture of her? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. With her, I feel like her body wasn't recovered. No. Was it wasn't recovered, right? No. no. Yeah, what was the name you had said before? Do you remember? Oh, um, oh no. Danny? Danny. Dave, D- uh, Dave or Danny. Something. Dave. Or Doug. I don't know the name. She was with she somebody was with, the night before. Yeah, she was with people the night before. Um, I don't know what the names of those people are, so... Could possibly be I just some. feel like I just keep seeing her travel from place to place. That's what I keep seeing. Like a traveling from place to place. That's yeah, she grew up in one place. Oh, October. What's October? Um, most of this stuff happened not in October. No, there's something with October. She's she. I feel like I'm getting a reference to Halloween. Hmm. We'll ask her mom that yeah. one. Um. Yeah, she. And a rabbit. She's showing her a rabbit. She didn't have a pet rabbit or. With not that, that, we, that know. we know we'll ask her mom as well okay um she did move around though like um she lived with her family in one place and then she had moved somewhere else and then she was visiting back when this happened you know but what she just showed me I'm so, I don't mean no, no, no 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 interrupt tra- uh, train tracks okay so we'll mention no, but I feel like there could potentially could, be in the area that she went missing. Yeah. She keeps talking about train tracks. They were outside. Um, possibly. I'm seeing woods and I'm seeing outside. That could be could where be she is. It could be connected to where she is. I'm seeing that. Okay, I'm seeing train tracks. There's a W name involved. So whether it's a, a street name or a willow Willow Way, Willow, something with a W. Her mom and her worked at Wawa. Mm, but. Not feeling no, that's it. No. Okay. No. No, it's like Willow. I keep hearing like Weeping Willow. Weeping. Maybe it is a Weeping Willow. 
Could that be connected to where she is? I feel like there's something to do with where she is. Yeah. Okay. Her mom would know that. Her. I keep her, seeing a stream, a water stream. Okay. Um. She keeps talking about a rock. Oh, somebody was, there was graffiti over there too, somewhere. Okay. There's like something with graffiti. I don't know if it's like, um, like it looks like a, like it looks to me like an old shed or a building that's like, you know what it looks like? It looks like a building that used to be there. Maybe like a couple walls are up uh-huh. and then like kids like hang out there and then they do like graffiti, graffiti. and stuff okay. like that. I keep seeing that. And then I keep hearing water. And then I feel like the leaves are crunchy. She keeps talking about October. October. And I feel like there's leaves and it's crunching. I feel like her mom would definitely know all these geographical details, though, because her mom has been conducting searches. She did a search. Yeah, so that... She keeps talking about four, four, four miles, four... She's making a number four. How old is her nephew now? Because I know he's going into kindergarten. He may be around that age because when... Mm-hmm. No, I feel like this has to do with where... Where she is. Yeah, like the four. Something to do with her. Um, she has, she's Four is a, in, important. So okay. It, I mean, it could even be April, but she keeps showing me the number four. But it, Oh, there was something with December 4th. Because remember my birthday was connected to her case as well. And we were like, oh, that's strange. December 5th. Oh, December 4th was the night before when she was hanging out with her friends her friends oh uh, that was the night that before that was the last time she was seen no that was she was before. seen the next day she was seen the next day. yeah by her mom and her stepdad mm-hmm. and her family she was seen the next day Do who's chris or a female um i keep hearing that like we don't know the names of her friends, guy. so it could like be something to do with a guy. Um, there could be something to do with a guy, but his name doesn't start with a C. C. Do you have a picture of the guy? Yeah, that could be potentially involved. Yes. Mm. So now this is where it gets a little hairy because that that's this is the part I don't want to I don't want to say because I don't want to God forbid it's to come back around. Right. Oh with this one yeah. and our listeners know it we had to edit a lot because and say allegedly because we spoke our minds at first and we're like oh this could be defamation of character. Yeah we had to edit a lot out. <laughs> but her mom is very vocal mm-hmm. about what she thinks. We don't even need to say who the guy is our mm-hmm. listeners can interpret. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, leaving out who the person is, mm-hmm. um, he's very, um, I can see him being very angry, or getting very angry. Um, he, like, could blow his top easily, especially if it's fueled with alcohol or something else. I feel okay. like that's a bad mix for him. Okay. I feel like he knows more than he says. Yeah. And I also feel like he's very cocky. Yep. He's At like the very, very least, he knows He has more. a very cocky personality. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the whole thing about this case is even if he didn't do something, he knows, he knows a lot more than what he's said, like without mm-hmm. a doubt. So that's where, like, that's why no one knows really what's What's happened. going on. Yeah. What's the number two? Two years, two months, or the month of two? Or something with two. Now she's telling me two. 
There's a time, two o'clock, uh, that something happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there was two text messages that were important in the case that went through. Was two o'clock the last time her mom heard from her or no? I keep seeing her muddy, like her face is muddy. Her face has dirt on it and it has mud. That would make probably make sense with maybe where she is or like what happened. I can just keep seeing dirt on her face. She keeps going to her neck area. I feel like um, there's a cemetery near there. Near where she is? Yeah. I feel like if I'm... She's showing me a map and I feel like I'm looking at the left and there's a... On the lower... Like on the map, I see a cemetery in the corner, like to my left. Okay. And then, like, I see if I could draw. Let me, you know what? Let me draw something here. And then I see like a stream. She's showing me a cemetery. It's there. We'll have to take a picture of this release. Huh? Oh, yeah. We definitely will release this too for mom. Yeah, we she's, I have to say, like, her energy is, like, very upset. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, almost, I'm not saying she's hyperventilating, but she, like, she's very strong, and she's, like, she's trying to explain, like, what happened, and she's, like, this is what happened. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. And she's, um, she gets, she's very flustered. That's the best way to, just, like, her face is all red. Aww. I don't know if she, it's almost like she used to get up, like, you know, some people get really blotchy when they're upset. Yeah. yeah. Her face is like really blotchy. And she keeps showing me dirt in her eyes. Like she has dirt inside of her eyes. Um, Do you think. You no, know, she just said, she just said thank you to you, to both of you. Oh. She just said thank you so much. She said thank you for helping me. She, that's what she just said. She's saying, don't, she's actually saying to you, don't cry. She's showing Care Bears. I don't know why. Well, that's from, like, my thing. But she's showing Care Bears. And she's, like, showing, like, love a lot, bear. And she's, like, she keeps talking. Maybe her mom will understand what that means, too. But maybe there'll be something with that. I know that's from, like, the 80s. That's from, like, my Yeah, time, I used to watch Care Bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she just keeps showing Care Bears. So, like, oh, you know what she just said? It's really sweet. She says she looks at both of you like you're her Care Bears. You're the Sunshine Aww. Bear. And you're love a lots Bear. That's what she just said. <laughs> oh, we just, like, want closure for her and her family. She said it'll happen. I feel like it's going to happen. I just keep seeing leaves. Almost like an embankment. Uh, no, her, I don't feel like it's deep. Her luggage was found in an embankment. Ah. Yeah, the stuff that was hers prior to her going missing was yeah. found in an embankment off of a highway. 
Yeah, that was just thrown. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is what they think because it was like yeah, damaged, it was, like it was, it was tossed. Yeah, no, yeah. it was thrown out of like um, a, a car or like thrown like they got out and they threw it. Was it like a like a bridge or like an overpass type of thing? Like higher, obviously higher um, up because it's an embankment. From where it was from found. From where it was, like on the road. I just feel like they got out and threw it. Potentially like, nearby, but I think there was a guard rail. I want to say, we could probably look up a picture of where it she was. She just keeps telling me the number two. Hmm. The number two. Yeah, we'll have to ask her mom about that because I don't, besides the two o'clock text message mm-hmm. and the two o'clock or and the two text messages i don't really know what the number two would be oh uh, yeah and the night that she was hanging out with friends there were two of two friends mm-hmm. is there a mile marker somewhere at 174 potentially because it it where her luggage was found was off of uh, it was off of a highway. highway, and she was supposed to be she was on a highway where she was supposed to be going, and then she just went missing. I feel like there was a fight that kind of transpired, that kind of did everything, mm-hmm. that kind of um, started the sequence of events that happened. I feel like there was an argument, there was a fight. I feel like it was with a male, uh-huh. with a male person. And then I feel like it just escalated. So I don't feel like this is something that was, like, premeditated. I feel like it was, like, circumstantial, like, something yeah. that happened that kind of um, just just took a turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what's really weird? Um, well, not weird, but this is what I'm seeing. Again, and everything's open to interpretation. I almost feel like she was hit by a car. Uh-huh. Uh, you might be picking up on our next one. Oh. Is there, am I saying, am I going into this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might be. Is this another female? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You. Okay. You think you're picking yeah. up on the next yeah. person. Like, so maybe that's key for we should be. Moving she, on. She's ready. This next girl's ready. Yeah. But before we end with Caitlin, does she have anything she would like to say to her family or her mom? Because I know her mom would probably she's really struggling yeah that she loves them very much she sends them um she sends them feathers okay she said i send them feathers and there will be resolution with this okay good thank god okay it's not going to be something that's going to be i feel like it's going to be a while but it's not going to be something that it's going to go on and on oh and she just told me to tell her that she's come to her in dreams okay okay we will definitely relay that message to her mom Here is where Laura was shown a picture of Jalea Davis, which we covered in episode 38. So take a listen back to her episode before you hear this section. Can I see one more picture of her? Mm -hmm. Is it here? Yep. And we can get more if needed. I know she has a bunch online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as I just said, with her, I feel like there's something to do with a car. What's the car? Being hit by a car or something like that. It's really unknown um, if she was hit or what happened, but her body was found near a car. And outside of outside. a car. But in the beginning, the police were saying they thought it was a potential homicide and that she was run over by her car, her personal car. And now... 
the what it they're saying it is was that she got in an accident with her car and flew out of the car but so it's still it's, it's very it's, undetermined it's a very strange way yeah. of how everything happened and played out that it's just it's very confusing yeah like a lot of things do not make sense she had a boyfriend at the time or a guy kind yeah the reason why I'm saying is because I feel like there has to do... There's another female mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? Yes, that She does. was out with a group of people that night and... They were the last... Yeah, they were the last to ones to see her. her before the events unfolded. I almost feel like there was something between her and another female. So... Like a tiff or like... Yeah, that makes something. sense. Yeah, when they were out... Actually, they one of the guys they were out with that she had been kind of talking to yeah. was the ex-boyfriend of Bingo. one of the girls. Bingo. And Bingo. the yes. other girlfriend that she was... The girl who was the ex didn't really bring anything up, but the other friend that was there was basically like, how could you do this to her? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, there was something. And you know how it is when people are drinking and hanging out. And, like, yeah. I'm not making it. I'm not yeah. no. justifying anything. Yeah. I need to take it the wrong way. But I just feel like that's sort of what I'm getting with this. But I feel like there's more here as well. Yeah. Like, I'm not seeing it that she... Just got it. I don't, I don't feel she flew out of her car. I feel like something happened. Yeah. And it wasn't intentional. And I feel like people were like, holy shit. Like, what do we do now? Like, what happens now? Yeah. That's kind of what I feel. It yeah. makes sense. I mean, basically, to give you a little background of, like, the accident itself, she was allegedly driving down the street, mm-hmm. hit a guardrail, and they said that she flew out of the passenger side window. And her no. clothing from the waist up was, was all just on the guardrail. Like, laying on the guardrail. And guard we rail. mentioned this already in the episode, but the way her body was found does not no, match up was, with the accident. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Her, her family is having a very difficult time Yeah. with the whole thing because... They closed the case and that's what the family is left with. Yeah. They didn't check her to see if she was um, assaulted. I mean, it's possible that it could have been done, but... The way she was found as well um, was very graphic because she, when she flew out of this car or got hit by a car, landed in the passing lane Mm -hmm. and there were semi-trucks and... Yeah. Yeah. So she was found probably not how she originally landed out of the car so there's probably more injury done to her than what initially yeah, had happened. happened but um i don't know if they did like i'm not sure like i don't want to speak on it if i don't yeah know. i just feel like there was like an assault or something yeah that's just what i feel and that's what's in question and not to obviously say any names or anything but there was question of it being covered up as well um by somebody or some a group of people mm-hmm. yeah i feel like there's, they do have there's, family members and like law enforcement and stuff it's, i feel like with this i feel like what she's saying is just for her family just like let it go like that's kind of how she's saying it 
Because I just think that emotionally and mentally, it'll just be too much. Like, this is their cross to bear, Mm -hmm. and it's something that they have to live with. Yeah. Because they're, like, hell-bent on getting justice for her. Like, reopening the case and, like... Getting answers. Yeah. And listen... Because her mom feels like... And I would be the same way. You know? It's... I would would do the same thing. Um, Because her mom, like, completely feels like that what they're saying happened was not what happened. It's, it's not. It's not, but it's um, it's just going back to the evidence unless you get somebody to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, That's really it. I mean, on her episode, we talked about how there was certain things that did not make sense because some of the evidence that like was there, they didn't even look into. I feel like there's a girl that would crack. There's a girl that'll crack, and I see her having, like, wavy hair. Okay. I don't know if she has curly hair, if she curled her hair, but there's, like, wavy hair girl. Okay. And I feel like she would crack, whoever this is. So maybe like push her would. a little? Yeah. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I feel like if you do that, I feel like you'll get her to crack. Because I feel like it's, like, eating away. Does she have any, like, suggestions for her family on how to do that, like, legally? To go about yeah. what... Like a step that they should take next. Um, hmm, God, that's hard. Yeah. Maybe just as a mom, just reaching out and being like, please, you know, uh, how do you do that? She, really quick, she said she gives her mom um, dragonflies. She keeps showing me a dragonfly. Okay, we'll tell her mom. And she said, said, tell them I love them so much. And, I'm always with them. Um, as far as not really, she's not really. Um, this has been going on for a while, right? For yeah, a little, a little while. Does one girl have a child? Her sister just had a baby. Oh. I was just gonna ask too, and maybe you picked up on it. Do you have any messages for her sister because she was um, with her that not with her the night that you know right before it happened, but she was the first one there. One of the first ones that found her. Yeah. Uh, who's the A name? Like Anna, at Andrea, or an A name, a female? Mm. It could be the second part of her name, her sister's. Tell me, Anna. No, because she didn't call her Anna. Oh, who's Lily? I don't know. Lily. We don't know a Lily. Maybe it's... Has something to do with her sister. I don't know what her sister's baby baby's name is. Like Lily or an L name or a Lillian. Let me check her in that Instagram. See if she put her name. Does she have a girl? I believe so. Let me check. I literally just found her sister's Instagram like a couple days ago. And what's December? Um. I mean. Things happened. She keeps talking about her teeth. She had really nice teeth. She had really nice teeth, but I feel like there's something more with her teeth. She keeps talking about her teeth. Her sister's baby is a girl. Anything with an L? Like Lily, Lily. She didn't post a name. The babe, no, the baby's name is an Anel. I don't know. With a we'll have to ask her mom. I don't know. Maybe that. she likes 
lilies, like maybe. flowers. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's just a different connection. Yeah. Yeah. It could be the name. It could be, I just keep hearing lily. And they're specifically showing me somebody I know, Lily. So I know it's definitely that. It's not just an L name. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's something to ask her mom. Like cow lilies or something like lilies. And I keep seeing flowers. The, the case, regarding December, the case probably progressed into December. Because this, yeah, it was um, on November, the night of everything that happened, it was in November. Something could have progressed into December, though. And she keeps talking about 10 hours or 10 days, something 10. Do you know a Steve or a male S name? Stan, Steve. Let me see these. Um, hmm. well, who are the people that she was with again? That's what I'm trying to find. Um, Scott. Who's that? One of the guys that was with her? It's the last name of one of the guys that was with her the night before. I just heard no somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he was like one of the last people that was still with her after they left the bar. Because yeah. he drove a couple, the other two girls that she was with, he ended up driving them home after so he was one of the last people like around her that night so that would make sense yeah i just feel like if you keep asking or she keeps just you know um maybe posting things a mother posts things on facebook or social media and mm-hmm. just keep doing that that's how she's making me feel. it's like it's almost like a reminder and then it just kind of keeps it because out of sight out of mind but if you keep doing it Right. And it reminds people. Right, mm-hmm. and that's why we wanted to talk like, about it as well, to keep yeah. it talked about. If you do that, then I, I feel like you could you could get somebody to crack or okay. tell more. That that's makes sense. Yeah, because her mom started a oh, Facebook did you page. Lo- did she lose her keys or they found her keys? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> on the last phone call, or one of the last phone calls with her sister, she was arguing with a girl that she was with asking her to give her keys back. Ah. Yeah. And there's, like, reports that this girl had given them the keychain. After the fact. After the fact. Of everything But we don't, you know, with article, like, online articles, we don't know how relevant that was. So we just, like, mentioned it as a possibility, like, as a potential. I feel like she's giving this as, like, a validation. So just letting you know that, like, I'm connecting with her and this is, like, Uh part of it. The keys, yeah. Yeah. So, um... This is another picture of her and her sister. She's on the left? Yes. Yeah, I just feel like there was an uncomfortable situation. I feel like she was... I feel like she was crying prior to. Because mm-hmm. I see mascara running down her face. Oh. And I feel like... Um, well, she was crying on the phone to her sister. And they said, like, she must have been in a situation that was really upsetting her. Because they said she, she was never... She never cried like that. Yeah. And she, yeah. like, called her sister crying, asking yeah. her to and pick her up. her sister was like, what's so, wrong? And she's so like, I'll tell you when yeah, I get that's there. Yeah, she, she's showing me the mascara running down her face. So that, yeah. to me, is, like, indicative of, like, a lot of crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have mascara running down your face and your eyes are swollen. So I feel like she's saying that. And she's saying that there is more to this. She said it's, well. not, it's not something that 
happened, like I didn't, not, I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a situation with her. There is another person involved. Yeah. And there's more, there's more. To it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you had also, it's, you must have kind of been picking up on her as well. The mile marker you brought up for Caitlin. The last case, yeah. There was a mile marker. Like there's a podcast that has the word mile marker in it about, about her. Case. where she like was like specifically where she uh, was mile market yeah. was and you were so, pretty close to the mile you know what market. it is it's going back to what we were saying earlier it's kind of like this Jumping. is their this is their like they want to they want to have their second yeah. they want to say yeah. so it's like you know because there was three separate cases but yeah. Like, we can't thank you enough for coming on and no, telling thank everything. You. Thank you so much for hoping. having me. I had a great yeah. time. That was so Hopefully fun. we can have you back on again <laughs> soon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Um, before we go, do you want to provide everyone with your information, how to contact oh, yeah. you, if you have oh, Facebook? Sure. Yeah, so I have um, the best way to get me. I'm horrible with social media. <laughs> I'm actually on Instagram. You can find me at um, Laura underscore underscore right yeah but that's the yeah, bottom yeah, yeah. line like see how bad i am so it's laura underscore safaldi and you can find me on instagram and then i have a website but it's like you know it's basic we'll uh, put, laura safaldi new jersey medium okay we'll put all of that stuff with cool. our resources right and everything yeah, for yeah. This and in our show right. notes yeah. and everything so oh, everyone cool. can find you thank you yeah. you're welcome thank you so much no, thank, thank you, you thanks bye, bye. And that is the end of episode 41, part two with Laura Safaldi. We hope you loved it. And we are planning on having more with her in the future. I know you guys liked part one. So part two, I'm sure, was just as good, if not better, because she's amazing. Yes. We will also try to do an update episode with validations from the families of the cases that we had her take a look into. Yeah, we're going to get in touch with them shortly and talk to them about things that we didn't know that they may know. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's about it. Until next week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. regarding this case and our resources follow us at crime cults and coffee on instagram and facebook